hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from your tech. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is episode CES number one for 2015. Um, we don't normally count these ones. It's 190s, Stephen. We're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. And we are here sitting in the Mandalay Bay Resort Hotel uh, in Las Vegas. Stephen Fennick. Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Welcome. Hello, Trevor. Great to be at CES with you once again. Two Blokes Talking CES. This is the first uh, episode of many we'll do here at CS. where we try to get together once a day during CS, which lasts three or four days, and just bring you what we've seen. Now, um, the, the critical thing there is um, this, this show's not even open yet. We're sitting in the Mandalay Bay Hotel because they have a huge convention centre here, which is where a lot of the stuff happens tomorrow, which is press day. So, yeah, what happens is that 8 o'clock, uh, traditionally, every press day is LG's press conference, and it goes through all the way till five or six in the evening where I think Sony kicks off their press conference at the actual convention centre. So hour on the hour, a new company presents their press conference in various parts of the convention centre here. So, you know, you obviously got your LGs and Samsungs and Panasonics and Sony at the end of the day, as well as all the other smaller companies in between. So it's a real, it's called press day for a reason because it's a whole day and there's thousands of press here. It's an interesting one too because all the press conferences, all the big ones are now live streamed. Uh, a lot of the announcements are actually released to some of the media embargoed so they're, they're pretty much on the websites within you know minutes of the thing starting or finishing. So it, it's it's uh, an enormous thing because there's about 5,000 media here at CES from around the world and the idea here is that every single one of those companies wants a slice of the action. But what's interesting is that's tomorrow. The day after that, which is Tuesday Vegas time, the actual show floor opens. We're here tonight on uh, Sunday night for a thing that's called Unveiled. Now, um, for those that haven't heard us talk about this before, we'll just give you a bit of background. This is, a, again, a, a large room, probably you know a couple of conference rooms um, put together where a whole bunch of companies who will be on the show floor or maybe somewhere in Vegas doing exhibitions during the week, they pay to, to be here tonight and actually get a kind of first glimpse to the media of their products. And I thought what we do tonight, having just spent an hour or two in there and we've just collected literally a swag of brochures and, and little knickknacks and things, is, mate, why don't we go through the pile of, of brochures that we have in front of us and try and find some fun products for people to talk about? Right, uh, let me kick it off. There's a, a new product called Hear Notes, as in here with your ears, and they've got what they're calling the world's first wire-free... As opposed to wireless. Correct. Wire-free earphone so that each ear, ear uh, phone is goes into one one in your left one in your right no cable connecting them so as opposed to things that we've seen before the jabra sport pulse the plantronics backbeat fits that they're they're wireless because they don't plug into your phone but there's a wire between each ear what you're saying here is that each ear is independent of each other just sitting there that's right wire free you will not find a wire so not only do they connect it to each other left and right in your ear but they also connect to your device as well so uh, offers Terrific audio quality, so music streaming uh, th- from your device 
to the earbuds. There's two, and there's no cable in between them. So they they didn't call them wireless because there's plenty of those already on the yes. on the market. But these are wire free, so there's not even a wire connecting the buds. Uh, here, note. They're calling it the wire-free solution. I look forward to getting my ears on that one. Oh, very nice pun. So I've always enjoyed some of the stuff that comes from Parrot. And, you know, we talked, uh, there's been a lot of talk over the last few months and, and there's been talk of Parrot and the way they do their drones, the R drones. But one of the products that they've had for a while but didn't really get a lot of traction was the Flower Power. Now, today, um, they've got two products that they're adding to that kind of garden range. The first one is the Parrot H2O and the Parrot Pot is the second. Now, the H2O is essentially version two of the Parrot Flower Power. Now, the Flower Power was a simple little stick. You stick in your pot plant, you tell the app what sort of plant you have, and it will analyse the plant for days on end and tell you it needs more fertiliser, needs more sun. Say, water me. I need water. Exactly. And the, the kicker there was you've got to actually open the app, you've got to get the alert, and you've got to go out and water it. So, with. You've got to get off your backside and actually water Correct. the plant, Trevor. Correct. So, the difference here is with the Parrot H2O, it does the watering for you, so it's got built into it a little, a little, a little um, a screw head, so that you can actually t- get a bottle of water and open, open the lid tip and sc- tip it upside down and screw it in. And that sticks into your normal pot plant. Think about you know pet feeders. You know you've got those those water and, and 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 dry food pet feeders where as they run out more comes out. Well, instead of just constantly pushing water out, it spits the water out when the plant needs it. Yes, so it's got all the sensors that we saw on the previous devices, but then the the, the other version, the actual pot. So the, the first, what we just spoke about then is something if you've got an existing pot plant, mm-hmm. this sticks into the into the soil. That's right. You put a bottle upside down inside it. Yep. But the other one, the, uh, the parrot pot, uh, that's actually got a little water reservoir. So it's, it's quite an elegant pot. looking pot, yeah, big nice. big white pot, and it's got a reservoir kind of all around it, two litres. Uh, you fill it up and keep it full, and then, again, this thing just constantly monitors your plant. There's no upside-down bottle, no upside-down no. bottle in this one, but the other one has got an upside-down bottle. So it's a little way off. It's, um, it's, it's many months away, but it's a good bit of fun there from Parrot. Okay, moving on. This is uh, one of the wearables, and there's like 4,000 wearables in there this time. This is called GoB. Now, with wearables, and we've both got a couple on at the moment, and they, they track our steps and sleep and all of that, right? But if you ever want to track your calories, you've got to log it manually, which is a pain in the in the ass. That's and, and to be honest, I did it for a day, and yes. then that's and it. That and Or it's, it's doing a calculation. So mine says I burnt, you know, 2,000 calories. Yeah, but how would... You need to calibrate that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just based on, you know, you give it your height, your weight and everything, and it does some yeah. basic activity calculations. Yeah. So what this is, it's called GoB, so G-O-B-E, GoB, and it's got all those other features. It's, it, it tracks your steps, uh, monitors how well you sleep, all of that stuff, but it can actually monitor your calorie intake automatically. So it's got a sensor. It's got a sensor that goes sort of... It's Does got it this prick into your skin? Well, no, no, it's what they call an impedance sensor that sort of sends these f- signals through your tissue to the fluid moving in and out of your cells, and it can tell what sort of food you've eaten and what sort of calorie impact. That's a G up. So you can read glucose concentrations, all of those things, but on the downside, it was massive. (laughs) (laughs) It was huge. It'd be like wearing, you know, one of those really big, you know, your your Casio? Casio? It's as big as that. Right. If it looked looked like a G-Shock and it worked like a G-Shock. It's not a watch or anything. It's just this massive thing you've got to wear. Right. if you if if taking logging calories is a problem, then you're going to wear yeah. this. If calories is your issue, go yeah. for the Go B. Stephen will have more details of that soon, and uh, you'll be able to read about a lot of these products. We probably won't be able to write about all of them, but we'll we'll write about as many as we can at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. And we should mention quickly that we're here thanks to the good people from Netgear, and we're going to see Netgear and, and Patrick Lowe later in the week and uh, see what they've got installed, including their little 
Arlo cameras, which uh, have been announced in America, hopefully coming to Australia soon. But, you know, whether it's smart devices that we've seen hundreds of here or a connected camera from Netgear, the thing that keeps your network together is your router at home. So check out the Netgear range of wireless routers, including the Nighthawks, which give you tri-band connectivity uh, in your home. So you've got the fastest Wi-Fi possible and the best Wi-Fi for your devices. Because remember, your Wi-Fi network is only as fast as the slowest device on it, something that people often don't know, and it makes a big difference to the speed of your network. Uh, Two blokes talking tech. Right. Well, the next one I saw was um, was. Do you remember the the smart fork two well, years ago? Did, uh, was it last year the smart no, fork? It was two, two years, years ago. ago yeah. yeah, I think that was one of your favourites. The toothbrush last yeah, year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. because so, I came to Unveil looking for something fun, and and essentially one of the reasons is, and people will will hear this if they hear me on the radio, and I think it's the same for you, mate. When when you're on the radio throughout the week, it's different radio stations. You're just doing the same thing over and over again. Oh. Different stuff, mate. Come on. Good on you. Well done. (laughs) Well, anyway, to all the wonderful people across the country, I'm pretty much doing the same thing in in every and everything. And I come to Unveil because I want the three or four things that I'm going to talk about at at all these things. Well, a smart fork was a fun one. It was a a fork that was able to measure what you're eating and all that kind of stuff. As you said a couple of years ago, you you got the fork out of here. You you took it home, is that right? No. (laughs) It's available in France, but nowhere else. Anyway, so the the bloke behind the, uh, the, the smart fork now has a thing called baby. I don't even know how to pronounce it, baby GLGL, but anyway, it's a baby bottle. Baby Google. It's a stupid name, you know, I, mean, I, I love product names. Anyway, it's a. I noticed though, just cutting in, there's so many French companies here. Yes. Wee oui, oui. oui. oui, oui, yeah, it's like it's, it's, we're in Paris. Uh, what, what's Gay going? Paris. Yeah, oh, they should nothing. have had this at the, at the Paris Casino. There you go. Mate. Oh, hello. There or just go. taking us to Paris. So, so Either way. Anyway. Um, the, the ba- so it's, it's a baby, baby bottle. Google, Google, Google. So, so it's got sensors in the bottle that can detect um, the angle the bottle is being held at. And because it you know, can weigh the, the liquid in it, it knows how much is being drunk. It knows the flow of the, of the liquid is coming out. So it can tell whether it's clogged. It can tell whether yeah. the baby got too much air while it was drinking, you know, which causes either, can you I, know. Can I ask a stupid question? Here you go. When you normally use a bottle with the yeah. baby, you're normally yeah. with the baby, aren't you? Yeah, look, that is... Um, How many babies just, just give them the bottle and walk away? No, well, I think the issue there is that when kids get to a certain age, yeah. if they're still on the okay, bottle, they, they, they will sit there on their own, so okay. you'll, you'll sit them down and, like, at the table. How old were your kids when they were still on the bottle, mate? Ah, uh, jeez, mate, you're testing me. Thank, we, thankfully, we know Amanda doesn't listen, so... Oh, no, not two. <laughs> um, but, you know, when they're about... Is when Harry they're, still on it? No, no, he's, he's, three? Three, he's three now, no way. He's on the he's on the. Mate, he's onto the pine produce at least no he look you know a kid of of one year is well off the cuddling and and bottling stage but well holding the bottle so it's that it's that age where you where you're still holding where they're holding the bottle on their own but you want to make sure you're tracking the the intake so um, a fun little product again i don't think it has mass appeal but uh, a fun gadget that you find at ces well you know there's no shortage of smart gadgets now we've heard of smart watches and smartphones and smart bottles and smart forks well here's the smart ring Smart ring. <laughs> it's a massive ring. Oh, no, I was going to say, I, 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 it, you, know, you know when you put a big ring on your thumb and oh, you go, mate, big. this thing was as big as my wrist. It was yes. ridiculous. It was huge. It'll go with the Gobi. Uh, if you're wearing all these devices at once, you can look pretty funny. It's massive, this ring. But, but look, it, it does have quite so cool features. So there is, there is a little hub that you plug into your wireless network. And basically what the ring, uh, it, it's got a sensor in the ring that allows you basically... Like an accelerometer, to, gyroscope. Yeah. So what it lets you do is, is, is draw shapes in the air to control different things. So if you want to, say, control the TV, you program a signal where you might write the word TV in the air and it will turn the TV on. Or you want to turn the lights on, you might make a windy signal with your finger 
and it'll turn the light on. So this, <laughs> imagine you're sitting there with your wife and she just won't shut up. You just, just do the wind-up and the lights go off. Whoosh. There you go. <laughs> but, but you're right. So it's a big yeah. ring. You wear it on your index finger yep. and your thumb then pushes the little button that activates That's it. Right. So you yeah, activate yeah. it, you hold it out in front and you draw in the air and it could be it could control your smartphone, it could control yeah, well, the device. It can control, control device in your home like lights and TVs. It can control, you can even um, send notes and tweets and everything using it as well. Call a car from Uber. That's right. There's, Las Vegas. there's also um, wearable controls as well like for smartwatches. And, and so if you want to, want to look like a complete idiot, you wear Google Glass and the ring. And the ring and the Gobi as well. You just quietly, what's the name of it? It just says ring. ring. Yeah, yeah. Ring. <laughs> Do you reckon they've patented that? Ring. I, I reckon I-ring might have been taken. So um, yeah. they've just called it ring. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> oh, that's the ring hub. No, no. Name TBA. Name TBA. That's, a, that's the TBA of the hub, though. I can't believe it. There's no TBA after ring, though. I call it the ring. Well, it's called the ring. Well, every jeweler in the world is going to sell well. We're going to call it the ring of fire. All right, that's a very interesting one um, there from Stephen. Um, I found one from a company called Invoxia, and I think it's called the Trilby, but uh, you'll be corrected on that. It's, um, it's a little Bluetooth speaker, but the difference here is that it has a big magnet on the back, and it can stick on your fridge. Again, interesting, just a new place for a speaker, but this is where it gets different. It's also got Wi-Fi in it, so it connects to your Wi-Fi network. You can stream internet radio stations. That's cool. The next thing is it's got a little screen on it, a little e-ink screen. This is where it starts to get really cool. You could be in the house or on the other side of the world, and you could write a little note in an app on your phone, and that note will appear on the screen. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Plus... So it's like a virtual... Uh, what do they call those things on the, you have on the fridge? Like those magnetic pad, notepad things? A, a notepad. Calendar. You know, isn't it a calendar? <laughs> like a notepad. I'm sure there's a name. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Ziggy Zaggy, if you know the name. But, um, but then... So here's where... It, so it's a Bluetooth speaker, internet radio, cool, you know, remote note thing. But also, there's two phone buttons on it. And they can be programmed to two phone numbers. So mum and dad. And it doesn't have a SIM card. It uses VoIP. On a non-subscription basis, you, your kids walk up to the fridge, press number one, and ring dad. Yeah, right. I think it's fantastic. So it you think in teenage kids, you remember when your kids were like, you know, 13, 14, they're at, they are at home alone. You, you do, they happen to be home alone. You're happy to have them home alone. Maybe they don't have phones yet or whatever, so maybe it's a bit younger than that again. But still, great idea for, for communication with, between the family. I'm pretty sure it was true. And it does have the fridge magnet, you said, and there's yeah. also a handle you can carry it around the house. Yeah, See, yeah, I so. saw it. Yeah, a little bit to speak. Very cool from uh, from Invoxia. Okay, well, let's move into the gym now, mate. A place that you freak. Well, I was going to say, I might have to walk away now. This is the gym watch. Now, we've heard of all different kinds of watches. Oh, Jesus, we've got a smart watch, now we've got a gym watch. There's also a tennis watch too, so I'll, I'll, I'll segue straight into the tennis watch. Firstly, the gym watch is you wear it around, around your, your arm, and what it does, now, one thing about anyone who goes to the gym, anyone who does exercise, to do it properly, the you need on to the have, brochure clearly yeah, does exercise. Yeah, absolutely, you need to have you need to have proper form. If if you go if you if you not go if you go into the gym and do it wrong, you hurt yourself, right. and you're not getting the maximum benefit of the exercise. Yeah. So what the gym watch does, gym watch does, it's got a sensor. It's the first of its kind, apparently. This tracker that measures the full range of motion and the strength that you're using to complete the exercise. So it monitors your weight training. So if you, if it tells you no, that's too heavy, you need to go lighter, or you know have a go, mate, put some more weight on it this can tell you that so if you if you like what weight training is a, is a form of exercise that can actually burn more calories than running 
A lot of people think, well, to burn calories, I need to hit the road and get yeah, my running. That's what I always think. Well, no, the gym actually burns as many, if not more, calories than, than running. So having this sort of device, if you want to get... I'm a fan of real... intensity training myself. <laughs> yeah. So the word, I don't know what it means. It does, uh, it does help monitor your weight training okay. and get you... So you would, wear it, you would only benefit. wear it while you're at the gym or yeah, would it have been well, all day thing? It would measure your activities as well, but it, it specialises... It'd be something for the sensor. gym bag, whack it on and, and get get Absolutely. Get so what's the tennis one? The tennis one is basically just a... A, a, a tennis counter so it's the first connected tennis counter so score point you connect to an app and uh, score points so it, it can measure the points so you just simply tap it and it will know what what score you're up to in your tennis match so it's very specialized I can't believe so, there's not such a thing already well th- there may be apps to do it but this is an actual watch you wear yeah, on your so wrist like yeah. when you see umpires and stuff in, in, in a lot of sports with, with a little tiny clicker in their hand to count things this is on your wrist because you don't have an umpire just so you can keep score yeah so it's a live scoring you can share that because it's really hard to remember zero 15 Absolutely. 30 and 40. 40 love yeah that's right but look it's called i set so game set and watch hang on go. game set and watch there that's their trade line that's gold <laughs> <laughs> all right the next one i've got is kind of in the smart fork category except actually useful this is from a company called smarter it's all about funky design but also connectivity and this goes to that whole internet of things and smart home this is a kettle and coffee machine. So the idea here is that because it's a fully connected uh, kettle, um, it's app controlled. So you could be uh, sitting in the lounge room and you could uh, tell the thing to boil up and and you know chug out two coffees or something like that. You could um, it's if compatible. So the if this then that app. You could program it so that when you come within a certain geo fence, um, a certain location close to home, it makes sure the kettle is on when you get home. I would program it so that when I woke up, it would automatically make me a cup of tea or coffee. But look, it, it's People think, well, you know, you just get up and boil the bloody kettle. Like, yeah. but, but when you when you get home, it's it takes a bit of time, and I think anything that can help reduce those little. You think of all these like people probably laugh at this, thinking, why would you need a smart Correct. kettle for? Yeah. But if you consider all the little bits of time you can save with these products, then that's time that's time back in your favour. Absolutely. Uh, Look, the thing there is. Um, uh, it's about time saving, but there is also energy savings there as well. You know, don't boil the kettle twice. You know, don't have have someone put the kettle on at four if you're not going to be home till four thirty. So the geofence thing really works in there. You could send a text message to start the thing boiling. It's not about the silly connectivity of it. It's about the idea that what that could do to uh, to enable you as you go forward. So that's a pretty cool one there um, from Smarter. It is a good example though of what we've been talking about that Internet of Things, where it, it is a perfect example of that one. Now moving on, um, there's a. This is uh, a product called Brio. This is what they're calling the world's safest and smartest home safety systems. Now, you know, anyone with little kids, uh, a lot of it's an outlet. Yeah, it's a, for, for your PowerPoint. Very, very American of me. Did you see that? There is, there is a lot of. Um, yeah, I think in, in Australia you can buy special um, plug covers yep. so that your child doesn't stick a fork or something American. in the plug. Of course, they do, some of them come built in. Others come, you just pop them you know, onto the outlet itself. Yeah. The difference here is in America. If you look around here, Stephen, you can see in the hallway there's no on-off switches. Right, everything's on. These power outlets are on all the time. In Australia, we have an off switch, but still we leave them on, and that's why we put the plugs in. The idea of the Brio is it's off all the time until something's plugged in, and it's even when it's plugged in, it's only low voltage until the device needs something. So let's say you plug a TV in. There's a very small current being delivered, and but when you press the power button on the TV... Boom, it delivers the power. There is a charge, but it's not enough to give you a shock or a, a fatal Just shock. Just like was sticking his finger on the PowerPoint to demonstrate yeah, that to me. 
genius he was. Well, that's a good idea, especially look, you know, peace of mind is, is a big is a big selling point for a lot of parents. So they came up with the Brio, it's just PowerPoint, which is a great idea and they will have an Australian version, they tell me, but the big thing they then did was come up with a sensor as well. So you have a sensor which you put up on the walls in the house and it can detect detect things like carbon monoxide or whatever other things you like want. A fire, like a fire, like a yeah. fire alarm. And and what it will do Smoke is it'll detector. actually send off an alert and the alert comes from the PowerPoint. So the PowerPoint makes noise and because the PowerPoint can be Wi-Fi connected, it can send an alert send to your uh, to, your, to your smartphone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's smoke alarm goes off, and you get an alert. Now, to that's a really good idea. That's not that's not a gimmicky little device. That's a really cool. That's one idea. of the, that's, that save lives. I'll put that in the category of great idea. Probably not going to be that company. You can see someone like HPM doing better things with that and making it a little bit better. So um, the next one I saw was aut- automobile related, and we'll talk later just before we go to the next episode um, about automobiles at CES because it's unbelievable what's going on here. Um, the number of car companies. This one's called Drone Mobile. I was attracted to it because it had the word drone in it, but it had nothing to do with drones. And and he, what it is is it's a uh, it's a small device that you plug into the onboard diagnostics port of your car. Every car has one, um, but if you plug it in. It can send, it can track your car, you know, keep keep uh, alerts of when the car is started. You can track it. But you can also add um, a, a whole other, other option to the device, which actually enables things like remote starting of your car. So you can use your app to start your yeah, car. Now, key, keyless entry. So you can use your phone to get into the car. So there's a now, lot this, of... Does this have to be... It says it's compatible with all makes. says that. That's a very American thing to say, yeah. but I would say it would be quite quite usefully... Including um, manual transmissions, diesels, and luxury makes. So well, you're they, covered there. Mate, there was a big long... <laughs> it's a big, my little Mazda. There's a big long list of, uh, of makes listed on a board there. So I've got no doubt it will work. The question is what features and functions work. Yeah. I would say to you not all of it will work on oh, some cars. Is, do you need professional installation or you just no. pop it in? Onboard di- diagnostic support is probably, if you're sitting in your car, it's just above your right knee so it's actually sitting there underneath the dash there is a system that uh, i have actually written about in the past called the viper system that needs professional installation so it it does offer similar uh, similar features like remote start gps tracking but that needs actual professional installation i think these guys are pretty pretty stoked about their product because of its ability to be a plug and play that offers all those those solutions so it's called the drone it doesn't say that on here so it it is a plug and play solution for sure okay absolutely i had a look at the thing Nice. Mobile. Um, it's not available in Australia yet. No, mate. No, mate. And, and to, you get that question all the time, I guess. I've had it six times already. Oh, how much stuff do you come home with? Listen, CES, nothing, because there's 5,000 media here, and most of this stuff is just prototype. So drone, mobile, I'll write about that one shortly at EFTM. couple more. Righto. Uh, well, you know what? We've, we've, we've spoken about uh, locks at home before, uh, so these smart locks. But I like this one, the Okie Dokies. Do you like that name? That's what drew me to it in the first place. They got me, they had me at hello there. <laughs> Okie dokies is uh, smart locks with smart keys. And, and the, the beauty of this system is that you can actually use different devices as your, as your key. So there's actually, you can use your phone. There's a special uh, smart key, like a, like a little thing whacking on your key ring, which yeah. is what, what, a, what you do with a normal key, I guess. Yeah. But uh, there's also a card and there's also like a wristband. Yeah. So yeah. it, it is it is possible for you to unlock your door using these various... So that's the same so as the Kivo, right? Yeah, so yeah. Say, say your, your child, you give them a little bracelet to wear, yeah. so they come home, wave it along the lock, and they're in, in the yeah. house. 
there's also a card so you, you can yeah. if so there's a credit card size thing you whack Excellent. in your wallet yeah. if you want a programmer to open the door with your phone that's also a possibility and there's a little token that you can get with it as well so there's several options that do the same thing to open the door so I this is interesting and I'll, I'll segue to the to the Kivo because I saw the Kivo here as well and I walked up to the lady and I said I've already got one is it the same or is there something new she goes this is Kivo plus which is now internet connected so the difference with the new Kivo is, which will be available by July, is that there's a little um, a little dongle you sit in your house, which still communicates with your front door via Bluetooth, because that's how this works, um, which is how the Kivo works with Bluetooth in your phone. But there's a little dongle there, so you can actually check on the app whether the door's unlocked. You could lock the door remotely, and you can also have a constant list of unlockings and lockings of the door. So that's a really good evolution of the of the Kivo. And love the name. Okie dokies. Yes, it feels very Australian. It's a cracker. Yeah, that's a beauty. Um, now, speaking of locks, we'll just do a lock segment here. Um, these guys have got work to do on their name because it's called the EG Touch. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? E-G-E-E Touch. Seriously, one word. Anyway, they'll have to work on that. So the, these people are, uh, have the idea that the, the lock on your luggage can be NFC. So they've created the lock. They just need the luggage manufacturers to adopt it now. Yeah. And essentially, it's got a little button. So you walk up to your bag, you press the button, and the light flashes, and then you put your phone next to it. Yeah. Bing, it opens. What about or the uh, American, American and it's, it's have got the to open the TSA on it? So I'm assuming they've got a remote control Bluetooth thing or something. Oh, yeah, well, maybe. So so basically, you can either use your smartphone or a little NFC dongle. So you can have a little little thing on your key ring, which will unlock your bag, your luggage. And they've also got a padlock version as well. So On my bag, I've got a little combination lock. So you don't need to have any other device to unlock your bag. Like if you don't have your phone or you don't have like, your, your bag is locked. If you say you've lost your phone, your luggage comes out of the carousel. I, I, I'm not joking up. There was a woman on our flight coming from Australia. Mm. Young, young woman who had a phone, she put it down the side of her seat in Qantas business and it went down the seat and they couldn't get it. They had to get engineers to take the chair apart. To, to they take, do this while you were waiting? No, no, this is when she landed in LA. So they had to get engineering on to take the chair apart to retrieve her phone. So if she were to go to the luggage carousel, she's got no phone to open her bag with. So luckily, she doesn't well, have that. Thankfully, she doesn't have the EG touch. Uh, and that's one's probably... on her way to Vegas to, for that particular product. Imagine if she worked for them. Wouldn't that be oh, bloody be ironic? Yeah, anyway. Righto, moving on now. I seem to be having all the exercise-y sort of uh, products here. Why that is? Yeah, um, this is a motion-sensitive... Such a fit man. You're looking wonderful, <laughs> yeah. Steve. Thanks, mate. You've done well recently, haven't you? You've, uh, you've detoxed. Yeah, I've dropped about 12 kilos to be be quite honest. Yeah, uh, send me a direct message on Facebook if you want to know how I did it, if you want to know. What are you, the weight loss? Mate, I think that was spam. I think that was spam if you sent me that. No, it wasn't. A lot of weight loss spam going on. Does it involve me eating anything weird? No, just shakes instead of food. I don't like shakes. Yeah, shakes instead of food. Look, can I go to In-N-Out Burger shakes? Well, that's where we're going to go very shortly. I'll have a month worth of those. Shake, yeah, yeah. It'll be my night off tonight. Anyway, anyway Visijax is a jacket that you wear on your bike. It's oh, motion-sensitive signalling. So how many times have you been behind someone on a bike, or you've been riding the bike yourself, yeah. and you want to think, well, okay, I'm going to, I want to go left here. How do I indicate? Well, instead of just sticking your arm out, yeah. if you're at night, low visibility, they might not see that left arm poking out, but the jacket reacts to your motion. So if you stick your left arm out, the lights all along the back of the sleeve LED of the jacket changes. will flash LED lights like a blinker. On. It's it a blinker jacket. What's, what's really cool, though, is when you put your arm down, back on the handlebars, and turn the corner and then straighten up again, the lights turn off. It's like your indicator in your car. Yeah. Visijax. Not so, a bad uh, idea. Look, it's using LED, which is really... Uh, 
huge brightness for such a small little uh, yeah, light. Yeah. So uh, it's look if you're a cyclist, you're serious about uh, your cycling. You're sometimes riding at night. This is a great way for you to let everyone else know on the road what you're doing. Very good. Oh, that, that, that was the next one in my list as well. Um, uh, we've done the ring. We've done the brio. I like this one. This is a little bit of fun. Um, it's called the Ozobot or Ozobot. Um, it's a tiny little thing. Jeez. Great names out here. Oh mate, they're struggling. Um, I saw this one. This was that little. It's one. about the size of a fifty cent piece, but yeah. it's and it's about as tall as a twenty cent piece. Little tiny robot. Now what it is is it's got about um, I think ninety minutes of battery life and takes thirty minutes to recharge, which is very cool. And they're about 50 bucks. They're available now in America. But what's cool about it is it's about teaching your kids robotics and programming. So you put a bit of white paper down. You give them a red pen, a, 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 a blue pen, and a green pen. And they draw a line. They draw a track. On and a they, piece of paper. On a piece of paper. Yep. Or on an app. Or yeah, like I saw on, it on, on the iPad. iPad. Yeah. And, and it reacts. It follows the line. So it instinctively follows the line. But then you can put codes in. So what you can do is you can create codes that say, if you're on a black line and then you hit a red dot, blue dot, red dot, go turbo. So, so imagine, imagine I've drawn a straight line, straight line, then I've gone a red dot, blue dot, red dot, and then another straight black line. Put the little uh, Ozobot on the on the start of it, and off it goes, goes along nice and slow, and then it hits, hits the little code, and it goes zoom. And so your kids learn about the way to program, so, right? So it's because programming is all, if this happens, then do that. So if you hit this little code, do this speed, and if you hit this little code, spin around. Very cool little thing for 50 bucks. There is an element of that for, uh, remember, you remember Sphero? You know, Sphero? Yeah. There was an element of that with that too. But, uh, and Ozobot, does that mean it's Australian or what's it going? No, Ozo. Like Wizard of Oz sort of thing. Yes. Ozo. Okay, cool. All right. Ozo, Ozo. Quick ones for me. Three, the world's first 360-degree HD camera. Because it's what we've been lucking for many, many years. Uh, look, if, you wanna, if you've got a GoPro, you're only pointing it in one direction. You've got yeah. nothing. With, the, with this new 360 camera. And again, another French product, right? Oh, oui, oui. Yeah. Up, Ooh la la. I, I don't know. I'm trying to find the name of it here. Up, down, all around is all I can see. But it's a 360-degree camera. <laughs> I know, gy- gyroptic. Yeah, they, put the, they put the name in the smallest yeah, possible font. That's right. Gyroptic is the name of it. So basically there's three lenses on this, uh, it's like a cylindrical top of the, of the device, and it captures 360 degrees. So each of those uh, captures its own, like, what is it, 120 degree, which adds up to 360. So a 360 degree camera as the tables are carried past our location, yeah, thanks, the microphone mate. we're recording, but yeah, that's okay. Don't worry, mate. mate, um, that's uh, excellent, yeah. but, camera, so but you can, um, why? Well, if you say you're going on a bike ride, okay, or you know, you, or if you've got a GoPro on your bike, yeah. all you're going to see is what you're facing. Yeah. Whereas if you had this, maybe, maybe if you have it on your helmet, watch it back in an app and then it, well, then it reacts, it, you, so you can, can, you, can you can sort of virtually see the whole. So lot. You basically, what they've created here is a Google Street View, you know, the thing on the top of the cars, absolutely. For yes, yourself. for your for your bike or wherever, however you want to use it. In your car, put it on top of your car, put it on your drone even. I'll, Get it on the drone, our the, drones. I'll give you my uh, pick for the day of products that fail. Um, products that fail. I'll fail, okay. The smart speaker, AVGs, I hope none of the people walking around work for these, Bob. But um, back us on Kickstarter, it says, now I shan't be doing that because what you've designed here is a speaker system with an Android tablet built into it. Right, not many of them around. Mate, well, why would you do that? Why would you just buy an Android tablet and get a... Bluetooth, Bluetooth speaker, yeah. so it's literally yeah, it's a it's a little set of speakers with an Android tablet built into it with a camera and all that kind of stuff. So you can watch videos, view music, but yeah. I don't know. I think you'd be better off. T- I think they're up to about a dollar now. Yeah, right? I think you're better off just getting a tablet. <laughs> Righto, lucky last for me. Well, how many more you got? Just, uh, last, okay, we go. Well, great amazing. timing, incredible. Now these we are did called, not plan this, by the way. Absolutely not. This is called sleep phones. Now, look, at first glance, it looks like a headphone, is that right? a headband, see that? Yep. Flat headband. Mm-hmm. But in there are tiny, flat speakers so you can listen to your music or 
waterfalls or raindrops or whatever helps you get to sleep. Well, mate, say, you, say you, your partner's a loud snorer. What are you, Amanda <laughs> does not listen to the show. That's lucky. That's terrific. She does, by the way. I'm massive. accused of being a snorer. She's a but, shocking you know, snorer, I, I my wife. I don't believe that, but anyway. Yeah. These can be worn around your head. Will it help us stay on her side of the bed? P- quite possibly. But the thing with this, like, you know, anyone who's t- taking headphones to bed, you turn over in bed and you know, they're around your head and it's uncomfortable, right? Yeah. These are worn around your head like a headband. You can roll over because they're flat. Yes, and connects so to wireless. your device. Yeah, so connects to your device. The, why would I say the wire is the bigger problem? Yeah, absolutely. You strangle yourself with the wire, but no, they are wireless. The sleep phones. So uh, yeah, this is it helps if if you're the sort of person who wants to reduce that ambient noise. You like sort of falling asleep to waterfalls and. Which one to hear a little bit of soft music while you're going to bed? Bit of talk back, maybe. Music. We'll, we'll put it on. We'll put it on. The, we'll put some soft music on in the car and listen to Trevor's radio segments late at night. Boom. Oh, yeah, the sleep yeah, no. phones. While there, there I'll put the Tech Guide podcast on, which will be easy to hear because there's like walking past us and yeah, making more noise. Right, so back. my last one, my last one then is um, oh hello, Thanks, mate. my last one is called Cerevo, I think. Um, look, it's, there was a bloke standing on a snowboard. Now I'll be honest, it's the closest I've ever come to a snowboard. Um, but what, it was intriguing to me, and I actually think this would be quite quite a big hit. Because these snowboarders, mate, they spend money, right? They spend money on these snowboards. Essentially, you know the clip that you clamp your boots into? It's got sensors all over it. But then on the front and the back of the board are some LED lights. And so what it does is it helps you determine which way you're kind of pushing. So you can see both feet. So I've got my left foot pointing forward, my right foot pointing back. And not only can that help you while you're you're going, but then... help you keep your balance and shift your weight more effectively, all right? And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're getting some funny looks here, mate. It's just the strange looks of people. We are sitting in a hallway uh, recording and talking to each other, so it's a bit weird. Um, the So then you get it back home and you sync it with your app and you can actually revisit your okay. snowboard right. journey. So imagine, I can imagine that they're going to sync it with a camera this. too. I've been snowboarding and I've thought, when are they going to invent a sensor for my snowboard? Look, <laughs> so here we go. Flex data, flex load data over with movie. So if you videoed your run, you can actually overlay the data of your run. Wow, it, it doesn't appeal to the two bikes, let's be honest. Well, but I'm confident snowboarders... Massive. Even in Australia, it's very popular too. Mm. So look, it, 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 odd timing for Australia. We are in our summer, so it is winter here in the US. So um, Two Bikes Talking Tech, episode 190 CS 1A. 190.1. 190.1 yeah. or A. Or a. Guess who does the naming of the file? You've got to tell me because I'll have the link to it as well, don't forget. I'll throw you out. We are, we are sitting in the Middle Bay. We're going to go get, get in the car and go to the uh, In-N-Out Burger yeah. for a, an annual uh, burger. Probably won't be the last time this week, if I'm honest. Yeah. And, um, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Tomorrow, as we said, it's press day. Um, I want to talk about, as well as press day, I want to talk about cars because there are eight, the biggest eight We've car We've got time for cars, again. Trevor. Relax, mate. BMW it's have more space tomorrow. here than anyone else. Yeah, what, more than Samsung? Absolutely. Is that right? Mate, Biggest you, stand at the CES is BMW. You, well, I didn't I say stand. I did not say stand. I said more space. BMW has a whole front car park. Okay. I mean, I mean, like inside a hall. Samsung, Sony, Samsung. LG, they're all there. It's got its own postcode, the Samsung. So does the LG and, and, yeah, and Sony. Be, there will be. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you'll be at press day tomorrow. We will catch up after that, and then we will be on the show floor on Tuesday. Two blokes talking tech. Thanks to the Netgear, and thanks to all the people for uh, listening. And uh, Happy New Year. Welcome yes, back. Happy New Year. Ziggy Zaggius, so we know you're back. Um, be very disappointed if you're not, although you won't know. We won't know because you're not listening. 
<laughs> Digress. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for now letting Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Let's go to In and Out Burger now. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.